Joe versus the Volcano. I don't know. There could be. That was a bad movie. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> you, you paid. Well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Mad and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to all of you out there, and welcome to Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we talk about whiskey, we talk about tequila, we drink a little bit, maybe educate... We libate, and we try to have a little bit of fun. So how are you doing today, Drew? I am fantastic. And I, I have to mention again, I love that song. It's a good song. Thanks, Joby. We appreciate you. We love you. That's we, great. We got to get Joby. We got to get Shed. We got to get them on this podcast soon. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, all right. So what do we do here? My name is Matt. I'm the whiskey guy. I brought one bottle tonight. Drew, you are... Me amigo de agave. Uh, your, your agave friend, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you brought a bottle of tequila. And what is our episode today? What are we talking about today? The episode today is we're, we're going to go down the, the hunting rabbit hole. We're going to go deep into bottle hunting. Oh, we're going to get deep. <laughs> as deep I as like I can it. get. All right, all right. So... We're going to talk about hunting, maybe what is hunting, we'll define it, yeah. we'll share a story that we did, we did a little hunting ourselves together. We did, we did. and, and then, we just did an episode with some random bottles we found on that hunt. Yes. These are the prize bottles from yes. that hunt, I These are think, a little right? more special. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Found some really nice beauties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. going to enjoy them. All right, so... Uh, let's get into what we brought, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. So for me, I brought the Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. This is their relatively new bottle. They um, released this a couple of years ago. It is seven years old. It is a staple now in my shelf. Hard to get, but whenever I can come across it, I'm going to buy it because gotcha. it, is, it is that good. So, And that's the kind of thing you have to hunt around for. I will have to hunt to get this, yeah. But when I find it, I will get another bottle, yeah. Excellent. What did you bring? So I brought something a little bit different. I brought the El Tesoro Platinum. So this isn't... We've already done the Reposado on the show, I believe. Right. We did the newer bottle. It's a little more rounded. It has the Tahona top. This is the El Tesoro Platinum in the olive oil bottles is what they call them. Right. Because they're tall, they're squared off, they they look like a bottle of yeah. olive oil. Yeah, there's no olive oil in them. Correct. It just has a bottle that's reminiscent of an olive oil bottle. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And this one doesn't have a date on it, but based on the little laser code here... We can figure this is from 2006. Okay. We found this in 2021. Yeah. So that's... 
kind of a hidden gem on the back of the shelf kind of a deal. Kind of a hidden gem. Funny enough, though, there's enough of these floating around that you can hunt for them and you can find them. Yeah. It's not, I, I think we've, we've mentioned before, unicorn bottles, right. which are the, those one in a million type things. Right. This isn't one in a million. Yeah. You can find these. They are out there. Yeah. And that's the, that's the sad part about uh, a lot of bourbon in America now, at least in the states and the regions where, where I am familiar with. The shelves have been pretty much raided and yeah. gone through. For some of us that are new to tequila, that concept is fairly new. And you could find these on in those small shell in those small stores, right? You can find back in these. the shelf a little yep. bit, reach around a little bit, move some bottles around, and see what's back there. Give it the yeah. old reach around. You never <laughs> knew, know what you're I gonna find. You had, I couldn't let that one go. I'm sorry, man. I couldn't <laughs> let I, you, you. You just teed it up there All for right, me so, again. So, how many of those have you gone through? So like, this is my second. Okay, and I think I've got three or four more downstairs because. <laughs> The not, one thing I think maybe an unwritten rule of hunting is that you grab what you want, but leave one behind. I think that's a good rule. Kind, yeah. kind of like when deer hunters say, "Let them go, let them grow," kind yeah. of thing. Yes. Like don't, 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 don't thin the herd all yeah. the way. No, I think I think don't be a Richard. I think is is a nice way of looking at it. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that yeah. like let's go, Brandon? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Don't be, oh, don't be a Richard. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> So, I'm just trying to PG this a little bit, you know? Like, Since so, when are we worried about well, PG? Yeah, no, I know, I know. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, what, what else? What are some other rules then? Because one rule that I would say is if you don't get out there, you'll never find it, right? You have to right. get out. You have to get out there. That's one of the top rules of hunting, right? Is that if you just go to your one store... And you never venture out into any other stores. You'll never even know what other selections are even available to you, right? Right. What are some other rules? What, what else would you say? Well, I don't know if these are rules necessarily now, but... Tips. Tips. Yeah, tips. I think that when you and I were hunting, you were driving. Yeah. I'm on the Maps app furiously digging around for any little corner liquor store. Yeah. I think that was a huge time saver because instead of being on your own, sitting in the parking lot, trying to figure out where you're going to go next, we just said, okay, let's head north a couple of towns. Then we'll head, you know, east or west a couple of towns. Then we'll come back south and then we'll come back kind west. circle back. Yeah. Just, we just did a big rectangle or circle or whatever you want to, yeah. however it worked out. Yeah. So there's another another tip. Maybe go with a partner. Go with a friend. Go with a partner. Yeah. Have a navigator. Yeah. Have a because that did have help. a driver. Yeah. You were you were lights out on the the map quest and kind of because I you wasn't just really said map quest. <laughs> I printed it off <laughs> on an inkjet printer. <laughs> the the Google Maps, the phone, <laughs> right? The navigator. So what else do we want to talk about with our story, with our hunting? Yep. Did you buy anything else? I don't remember. Did well, we... I did like that Espanita that we had on a That's recent right. episode. Yes, and I bought the Rebel. Right. Yeah. I never know when these are getting released. Yeah, right. So I feel like we've released the Espanita yeah. by now. Yeah. Listener, be patient with us. Yeah, we'll, right. We'll figure it out. 
I found that. I found another one. It was it was okay. I it, what I was always looking for. Right, I've got the Tequila Matchmaker app. I'm looking for something that's 80 or above. If it's certified additive free, even better. But at least if it's 80 or above, I know it's pretty good quality. And then, just because it's so easy to look up prices, if it's two, three, four, five dollars more at the major chain liquor stores in the area, I'll try to buy it. I'll buy it here. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my only criteria because I haven't gone out as much as you, but you had more of a curated list, I think. I had been doing this a little bit longer, and I knew what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I knew a few bottles that if I came across those, I was going to buy them sight unseen. I wasn't going to, you know, go to the next store and see if it was a cheaper price because I knew that if I came across some of those bottles, chances are. I wasn't going to find it anywhere else, right. right? Now, as it as it stood, I found the Heaven Hill, and then we went to one other place, oh, yeah. and I and it found was like two dollars. It was like a little bit something. cheaper, yeah. yeah. But I didn't regret it. I didn't, you know, change. It was you can't take it back. You can't get a refund, you know. So but, I'm not gonna. And you're you're finding, sweat it. you know, it's it's kind of like real hunting. You got one, yeah. And just because one comes along that's just a little bit one two percent better doesn't mean you, you know, take that one too. Right. Yeah. No. I or, got what or I needed. You could. I see some people talk about going on hunting trips, and you know that they dropped four, maybe five figures. Yeah. I'm not looking for that. No. I was looking to buy three, four bottles that seem to be a decent deal in the price range that I'm willing to buy these bottles in. Like you said, sight unseen. Like right. Yeah. So you you knew that if you came across those olive oil bottles that you would have... I guess I didn't go out looking for olive oil bottles, but I recognized it when I you saw it. You knew it when you saw it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yep. doing a little bit of homework before hunting is another good trick or a tip, right? Right. That right. Would know, oh. know a little bit about what you're looking for, about what you would like to be searching for. All right. Well, any more hunting? Is that about... Are we ready to drink? I don't, not to push it, but I'm ready to taste some whiskey here. <laughs> well, go ahead and twist my arm. Let's try this. So what are we going right. to do first? We're going to try this whiskey? Let's try the whiskey. So this is the same mash bill as the Evan Williams line. Remember the Evan Williams 1783 small yeah. batch? One, yeah. of my, one of my favorites, one of my daily drinkers, you know? This one's rumored to not be the uh, charcoal mellowed, though. They don't do that charcoal mellowing with this one. Okay. And I don't know if it's because it's a product of seven years or if it's just because it's more of their their namesake. It has the Heaven Hill on, on the bottle. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. And not the Evan Williams label. That whole brand is a whole different line. Yeah. But the mash bill is the same. Okay, so what is the mash bill on this one, though? Okay, so Heaven Hill uses a 78-12-10, and okay. the, the 12 is actually malted barley. The 10 is the rye, so that's kind of... Oh, it's less rye than barley. Right, yeah. Oh. Kind of unique. I tend, I personally, tend to not like a lot of barley, I'm yes. noticing. We've, we've discovered this. We've discovered yeah. this. We have so much corn here that that's going to be the predominant grain. I got gotcha. you. Know, it's... So all right, so this one is seven year. Most bottle or bottled and bond has to be four year. Bond and bond has to be at least four years. Yes, in a federally bonded warehouse, and it has to be bottled at fifty percent. 
So it also has gotcha. to be the same distillation season by Ooh. the same distiller. Okay. Now, because it's the Evan Williams mash bill, okay, and because we geeked out a little bit about the raspberries, yeah. Oh, I brought a couple of raspberries <gasps> just to see if we could maybe pair it up, but we'll see. So let's we're just, going to taste the raspberries. We are, we are. But let's just taste the juice first. Let's just see what we got here. All right. Well, get in there, and get get a good sniff first. So I get a lot of caramel, and I get the red fruit right away. Strawberries and raspberries, you red get, fruit yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's got some darker notes, some darker brown sugars. Mm, I like it. I'm ready. Fantastic. Cheers. Cheers. I mean, that's smacking good. Isn't oh it? my gosh. <laughs> I'm cutting it all out, but we're sitting here. We're just smacking, smacking yeah. lips here. Brown sugar and red fruit, right? It's just it, brown it, sugar it's, and yeah. raspberries. It's just so. It's got such a pleasant cinnamon heat finish. Mm-hmm. When I first cracked this bottle, it. It was honestly a little more oak than I remembered it. Okay. But then a little air got to it, right? We the, let the air, air got to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> little castaway. Little castaway shout out there. Little castaway. We do love Tom Hanks, oh, don't we? We are huge Tom Hanks fans. Oh, yeah. America's favorite dad. <laughs> I love it. So when the air gets in the bottle, yeah. and we're now about halfway down, I think it mellows. I think you get more of the red fruit. You okay. get more of the brown sugar. Second sip. Second sip. Th- this is amazing. I mean... I, I can see why you're just a Heaven Hill fanboy altogether. This, it's, it's hard not to love what they're producing. They yeah. really are making some good stuff. Absolutely. Um, is it too early or do you have one of those... Raspberries. I'm ready. Let's pair it up. All right. Yeah. So what do we do? Yeah. We pop a raspberry, chew it up, and then take a sip? Yep. Or do we do we put the whiskey, raspberry, and whiskey, and then chew it all together? No, we, we still have some of the bourbon already finishing in our okay. palate. Let's just take a bite of the raspberry, chew it up, swallow it, and then immediately take a sip of the bourbon. All right. Ras- these are good raspberries. Where'd you find these? Jewel. On sale. Oh, man, a little tart. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't wait. little alcohol punch there. I don't know. Did you, did you enjoy that as much as the Evan Williams with the raspberries? I, I did. It's hotter. Yeah. Is that just because we've introduced some more, like, sugar to our palate and then we get the alcohol? I don't know. Or, you know, this is 10. I mean, it's... 10 proof more, 90 versus 100 proof, if that just I, it makes a difference, brings out it? the alcohol more. Yeah. yeah. It it was kind of like, um, what's that raspberry liqueur? Is it Chambord? Chambord is it the Chambord? Yes. It's like Chambord on steroids. Like it was Ooh. like a blast of something, you know, and it was a little too much. But So would you want to taste this with Chambord? I'm not really a cocktail guy. I like my whiskey neat. But if you're going to offer me up a, a... I wonder if we should... My wife, days, call, my wife calls them hooker cocktails because they come in like champagne flutes <laughs> usually and they're yep. like bright, like red in color, you know? So, so those are the kind of cocktails you don't know you're drinking. Yeah, right. 
Right. I, I think I'll keep pairing my raspberries with my Evan Williams. I gotcha. And I think I'll keep drinking my Heaven Hill just the way it is. All right. But I'm glad we tried it. One of it. these days, though, we we should take some of these things and start mixing up some some funky cocktails. Sure. Like mash, mash up a raspberry mash up or a something. Raspberry, throw in some shambord, throw in some whiskey that's gonna share sure. well with yeah. it and I'm game. see what happens. I'm game. One final see, sip. See whose pants come off first. <laughs> <laughs> now now you just sold me the other way. Now yeah, you just yeah. con- <laughs> you just convinced right. me not to do it. Oh man. <laughs> Are we doing this in my kitchen? <laughs> your pants back on. (laughs) Final sip. Cheers. It's got a really long finish, don't you think? It it does. My mouth will not stop watering after drinking this. And you know what? It might even be better after the raspberry has gone from your mouth and your palate, and then it it livens it back up. Like, let some time elapse between. No, that's true. Yeah. With your pairing. Yeah. I can't say enough about this. I mean, I'm a fan. This, you know, this is amazing. Fifty four, fifty five dollars. Yeah, oh. you're not gonna find it much cheaper. Um, it will be higher in some areas. It'll be in the sixty or sixty five range, unfortunately. But I think if you want a special bottle to share with some close friends that that really enjoy bourbon, yeah, it's, this it's, is one. It's, it's one to. To have. Yeah. yeah. If you come across it, go ahead and buy it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's let's cleanse our palates here because we're going to taste something completely different. So let's get that bottle of water going. It's got a little bit of vanilla coming out now. There's a little bit of vanilla in there, but it's it's got a lot going on. Would you call it a perfume? I even get like a little perfume note in there. I think it's the citrus. I think it's the floral. It reminds you of perfume, but it's not. I think we mentioned this before. It's not like grandma's flowery perfume. No, no, it's delicate. It's subtle. Oh, let's just go in. And, and so much earthy, mineral, peppery, yes. vegetal. This yes. is this is everything that I love about El Tesoro Reposado, which was our part of our favorites. Right, but. Have we mentioned agave yet? We have not even said the word. We've been talking about mineral, floral, citrus, vanilla. Right. We haven't even said. And, you know, really, and this is a blanco. And this the, is nothing. There's no barrel influence to this whatsoever. This should be just nothing but agave. But the agave is there. How are they making the agave smell like this? No, because we've been smelling it for an hour while I <laughs> talked about Tom Hanks pee. <laughs> And we've gotten used to the agave smell, and now we're getting everything behind it. There's well, plenty of agave. Let's, let's drink. Salute. Salute. Wow, that is good. Yeah. I didn't get as much floral on the taste, but... Oh, really? A lot of mineral, a lot of sweet vanilla note, agave note... More mineral than floral. But it it is still light and delicate. It's more on the lighter side. How about now on this finish? Dude, it's still going. It's still... I get a lot of floral or citrus on the finish. On the taste, I even get a little like a buttery flavor. Yes. 
There's a lot. A savory, there's an oily, buttery. buttery. Yes. And I get a lot of the citrus, maybe a touch of the floral, but mm-hmm. yeah, it it's pretty special. This, this is a is pretty great. special bottle. Now, you and I have had, not on the show, but you and I have had the newer El Tesoro Blanco. It is also delicious. Maybe it would have made sense to have that here, too, for a comparison. We'll just have to do that later. Yeah. This, if you if people can find this, and these are still out in the wild, so to speak, yeah. you can find these on your hunt. If you find an olive oil El Tesoro... Pick it up. Oh, definitely. It's delicious. Yeah. And how much was this? So funny thing. The first place we found it, it was $48. And it was the first time I had found it. And so I probably would have paid $58, $68, $78. Who knows what I would have paid. Then we found it sometime later on a different trip. And that's what we're drinking now, actually. Full disclosure, we're drinking one from a different trip because we cashed out the other one. You and you and I did <laughs> yeah, earlier. Yeah. Um, this one is was thirty nine bucks. That's a good deal. That's and incredible. We can tell by the laser code that this thing was from about two thousand six. That is incredible. It had a fantastic fill level because you're going to get some evaporation. The fill level was right to the top. If it was down. A ways in the bottle, I wouldn't even touch it. Sure. Myself. Sure. Yeah, no, that that's a good bargain. That's a good deal. It was great. It's great. And I've got three or four more no, in the stash. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get in for a second sip. On that second sip, for me, it's it's way more mineral, even more vegetal than the yeah. first time. There's a little grassy. Yep. Maybe even a little mint or There's a herb. little grassy or mint. Yes, I agree. Yes, it came out with like fresh mint. Yes, like not not peppermint or spearmint, but the the actual leaf. You know, right. the actual vegetal part of the mint leaf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that that was floral finish. Very floral. Much more floral on the finish. But I also got. A good deal of vanilla, too. I'm getting some vanilla sweetness there. Oh, are you? Which is so weird, because when you think about it, where it would the vanilla come from? It shouldn't have any barrel notes. Right. There should be no barrel notes. No. And I think that this one is rested in, I wonder what it's, oh, it is wood fermentation. Okay. I forgot about that. Open air Fermentation in wood, do you call them tanks when they're wood? Yeah, vats. There's wood big, vats. big vats, yeah. Remember with the fibers right. in there? And I believe that that is still the way that this olive oil bottle was made. I don't think that they've changed really their processes. Yeah, sure. And then distilled in a copper pot. But maybe that's where you're getting some of that vanilla. Perhaps. Or, Perhaps, or it's, it's maybe it's the way the the agave is presenting itself. Sure, you know it's presenting sure. itself like a um, somewhat caramelized because they do they do still kind of roast those pinas, right? They kind of they do they have to cook do. them down a little bit. Yep. So I'm sure you get some caramelization, a little bit of cooked agave, but. I, I would say that we have had a lot of Blancos that come off much more 
of just flat out agave right. punch in the face. Yep. This is not that. No. This is everything else. If you enjoy the floral notes, the citrus notes, the mineral notes, if you enjoy that, this is where you're going to really get a lot out of a Blanco tequila that's not just bam, agave, agave. in your face, you know. Right, don't of, don't punch the yeah, mic. Don't punch the <laughs> don't punch the table. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. This is this is delicate and it's complex and it's layered and Oh, might we say nuanced? nuanced. I get such a kick out of doing that. <laughs> Third sip. Here we go. Por favor. That taste was way more oily mouthfeel in the beginning, way more buttery. Yeah. And then way more drying at the end. Yeah, it has a good drying mouthfeel at the end. Yes. And still floral. It's still plenty, plenty of the floral notes, plenty of that mineral. The mineral stayed. You know, I thought it might change a little bit from the first sip to the third sip, but it still has just enough of that earthy mineral stone kind of flavor that Mm -hmm. I love. I love that about Blancos. You know, I'm really a big fan of the pure, natural, Expression right, of the tequila, right. you know, which is so, so funny. Uh, the we, we were going way back here with this statement, but do you remember the first time I put a flight of tequila in front of you? Yes, and I, I came to the realization that I love blancos. You love blancos. Yeah. You yeah. kept going back to the Fortaleza Blanco, which oh. is probably my favorite blanco. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to keep and, going back to that right? one. <laughs> and I thought you were going to really gravitate towards the Añejos because of the barrel influence, the oak. Right. No. You the, kept going back to the Blanco. Those earthy notes, the mineral notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It, Which the Blanco is the purest form of the tequila. Yeah. You get the most of the terroir. Right? Yeah. You're going to get the most of whatever soil is going into the pinas. You're going to get the most of whatever the earth, the air, the climate that's around those agaves, right? right? That, I mean, once it's in the barrel, now you're introducing another factor. You're introducing another component to that. And so to me, it makes perfect sense that I'm, you know, drawing to just the natural, like, that's what the the Blanco is, is the most natural expression right, of it. At, at most, it's resting for up to 30 days, typically right. in glass or copper or yeah. stainless steel, maybe just to take the edge off of the distillate. Or to let some air get to it. Let's, uh, oh, oh, did we talk about Tom Hanks yet? Did we just circle it around? Oh, man, you've gone full circle. <laughs> I I think it's time. Time for what? <laughs> I can already see you grabbing your phone. I wish people could see our little setup here because you're so slyly trying to grab your phone and then sneak it up, and now you're just holding it there. I think it is time for the quick sips. Oh, it's so quiet. You fuck that up every time. Get the volume. I can't believe I messed it up. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Oh, Hold on. We're going to go back. You ready? All right. No, I'm not. Oh, you got to play the ad? No. <laughs> All right. It is time for the quick sips. <laughs> and I'm not cutting any of that out. There, people are just going to hear a bad take. 
Oh, They're going to see what it's like. All right, cool. So let's... Hey, we need sponsors. If we get sponsors, then we'll pay for like a high budget, like sound effects and, you know. Do you think Heaven Hill would sponsor us because you're such, like, I could Just see Just because you. I'm a fanboy? I doubt it. Let's I, get some downloads. Remember that dude that like tattooed some billboard on his forehead? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. like if you were ever going to get a tattoo, it would be Heaven It'd Hill. It would be Heaven Hill. Probably. Sure. I would do that. So are you saying that if Heaven Hill sponsors us, you will get a Heaven Hill tattoo? <laughs> I would say that if Heaven Hill sponsors us to a point where you and I don't have to have a day job anymore. Then, oh, that's tattoo then, level. Then, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Whatever they want. Yeah. All right. On my forehead, across my hands. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> I know where the dot on the eye will be. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Okay. All right. All right. So explain to our listeners what a quick sip is. Quick sips are when we quickly, without palate cleansing, without taking a break, without doing anything, quickly sip the whiskey that's in our glass and then go straight to the tequila that's in our glass. This is the quick sip. All right. You ready? Ready. Cheers. Cheers. That was pretty good. That was amazing. I got like orange oils. I got like citrus. Yes. Like the essential oils that are like citrus based. Like I got um, orange blossom or orange oils, like the orange bitters. You ever smell? Yeah. Smell the bottle of orange bitters. That's what I got with the tequila on into that finish. Now, the whiskey, unfortunately, my glass is getting a little cold. It's a little chilly out it, here. It is. It we're, is. We are recording this in the garage in the winter. <laughs> it's okay. We are warm. We yeah. are set up. We, we're nice and cozy. But our glasses got a little... I got ideas for the glasses. Got a little bit cool. So my bourbon, it was chilled in my mouth. But it, it still had a nice, sweet flavor. But then when you drank the tequila along with it... Just nothing but that orange blossoms and flowers and the orange oils. It was very, very pleasant. I like how you say orange oils because I thought that the buttery, oily mouthfeel was heightened. Yeah. On the quick sip? Yes. Definitely a lot of citrus. But for me, the citrus still comes on the finish. I'm tasting that buttery mouthfeel, but it's all mineral. Yes. And mineral still, in a good way. It's still going. It's still going, yeah. Mm. So we should cleanse our palate before going Maybe the other way. Maybe a little bit. Before Maybe going bit. the other way. Sure. Okay, so we've, we've cleansed out our palates here a little bit. Now we're going to do the quick sip from... I wasn't looking you didn't at see you. That one coming. I'm looking at the glasses. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. All right. All right. You get you once an episode, you gotta get me. <laughs> we're gonna quick sip now. We're gonna do the opposite way. Tequila to the bourbon. Yeah. Smell the tequila, taste the tequila the same way you would, swallow it, go straight to the bourbon, give it a quick sniff, give it a quick sip. Yep. Follow one behind the other. Yeah. Here we go. Salute. 
All right, so that was super mouth-watering. It, it was. We've been sitting here for two minutes talking yeah. about, like, trying can to we talk yet? Clean up the smack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So an interesting thing that I got when I nosed the bourbon before I took my sip, I got a little bit of the floral yeast that they use for the fermentation. Oh, really? So just a little bit of a different note that I did not get on the whiskey by itself. However, drinking the whiskey after the tequila, it it was nice, but it basically just heightened the cinnamon a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. And it, it didn't really do as much for me as the other way. I much prefer the tequila second. How about you? Interesting. So a lot of times, I think we can pick out a clear winner. This is one where I think they both affected the other equally. Okay. When I went in on the tequila, now granted, we cleanse palates a little bit, but we've been doing this for a little bit now. Right. As we're recording. Yeah. You know, three, three, four hours. Not really three, (laughs) four hours, but we've been doing this for a minute. The tequilas, I, I'm, I'm getting so much of that buttery, oily mouthfeel up front and the floral followed by mineral finish. Yeah. Smelling the whiskey then, it just kicked up all of the red fruit for me. It was just uh, heightened all okay. the sweetness for me. Okay. And then when I drank it, it kicked out all of that fruit. And when you're talking about yeast, I thought I got a little hint of what I get when I drink scotch. Which is the barley. Yeah. And then this, just the mouth-watering finish. Oh, it was so we, mouth-watering. We're sitting here looking at each other for, literally, I'm, I've cut yeah. it all out, but it's yeah two minutes worth of us going, can just, you talk yet? Yeah. That's how good it is. That was really good. So you don't really have a preference. This is one time where I'm going to call it a draw. I mean, these bottles are winners by themselves. This is, this is and why they're we winners hunted for them. together yeah. either way. Yeah. So that's why these are hunting. They are hunters. Yeah. We will be happy to come across these bottles. Yeah. And we will probably not hesitate to buy them again, right? If you see them again. I've got a good stash of olive oil bottles. And if I see another one, I'm going to buy it. You would still buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because, well, for that one, especially because it's not in production anymore, right? Well, they they said that they have not changed their production methods. It seems like in tequila, when they change the bottle, suddenly the old bottle is even more prized. But it's all the same nom? It's all the same number? It's all the same distillery. Hmm. The same people. Apparently the same processes. But we've tasted those. We've tasted the differences. Like, we really should side-by-side it. It could also be that this has been sitting in this glass bottle for 10 years. When I got these... The fill level was right to the top. There was nothing lost to evaporation. Right. Right. So this had 15 years of aging in a glass bottle. That's incredible when you think about the aging of the agave in the soil. Right. For at least five to seven years, right? I think seven years is probably the... I think it's six to eight. Yeah. Some will say seven to ten. And then... 10 years in the bottle. 15. I think, that, 15. I think that we are able to track this back down to 2006. 2006. There are scotches that, you know, are highly coveted 
being that old. Of you course. Know, that's Okay, so we've always we've always kind of talked about future episodes, but let's tease what I think is going to be the next episode. All right. Because you found a tequila that finally matches yeah. some of the bottles that I've been hinting yes. at and kind of persuading you to try. Yes, yeah, so we have an episode devoted to Sherry. To Sherry. In Sherry. fact, <laughs> I can't, that was a very nondescript Sherry. <laughs> I can't tell which Sherry that Sherry was. Sherry Baby. Okay, that was Sherry yeah. Baby. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was bad. You didn't know? No, it was yeah. bad. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure if you were going there or if you're doing the journey. Oh, oh Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do that okay, one. Okay, fair enough. I don't know that you can do the other one either. <laughs> I can't do either of them, no. <laughs> all right, so we've got the Patron, Sherry, Cask, and Yeho. And we tasted that, and it, it is, is delicious. Nice. Yes, we'll geek out about that one, yeah. Yeah, and then I I thought I would bring just your traditional sherry bomb, your quote-unquote sherry bomb. Yeah. So I have the Glendronic 12-year-old. It's a standard staple in your sherry scotch lineup. Gotcha. And you did not think it tasted like report cards. So in in my world, that's a win. So Uh I can bring it back. I don't have to throw it. Back into my stash. This of is going to be such a lame I will podcast. Drink by myself. Right. It's going to be such a lame podcast if I can't get myself to drink <laughs> single malt. I'll keep working on it. Don't worry. I'll keep working on it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always willing to try. I'm always going to bring bottles. Yeah. Fantastic. And you just keep trying them. Right. And then the other one is what? Well, we've got maybe a red breast, maybe a sexton. We'll figure out an okay. Irish whiskey that has some sherry influence to it. Okay. So we have the Oloroso sherry and the. Pedro Jimenez, Sherry. So all these Wait, casks. Wait, say the, say the what, Oloroso? Oloroso. Who's in the Oloroso? Well, Oloroso Sherry is pretty much a given in a lot of scotches. But both oh. of them, Pedro Jimenez. Because that's what the Patron is aged in. Is the Oloroso? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's our connection. So if you're tuning in, that's what you can look forward to. That about wraps it up for us. <laughs> We would like to thank you for listening. Please like and follow and subscribe and all that good stuff. Give us a five-star rating. We are on Instagram and a Facebook group at Whiskey Tequila Fridays. We want to thank Joby at Forsha Creek for our music. And we ask that you drink responsibly. And if you like drinking tequila and you like drinking whiskey, then it's always Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Cheers. Cheers. We appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. We'll come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show.